a top of the morning to you. Morning coffee with Tautua. Deja vu all over again. Should we be concerned? <laughs> Very. Hey, how you doing? Welcome to Morning Coffee with Tautua. We get together every Monday through Friday morning, 6 a.m. most of the time. It is Tuesday, May the 23rd. My name is Mike. I'm your host. I am also the lead consultant at Tautua. At four? Does it really matter? <laughs> Deja vu. All over again, I'm referring to 2008, right before the uh, big nightmare. We had the Great Recession, as they call it. And I don't know about you, but to me, it was kind of like a depression. A lot of problems back then. Are we headed that way again? It, it sure does look like it, don't it? Feels like it. And it's unnecessary. We don't have to be here. Uh, I mean, that's the bottom line. There is no reason. None. Zero. Zilch. Washington's done this on their own. You know, you go back a couple of two or three years, everything was fine. Went through COVID. No, nobody appreciated covid but things were pretty good. Matter of fact, I was not a big fan of free money, but that's the entrepreneur in me. But it is what it is. But what's going on now is just ridiculous. There is no reason for this. Washington keeps on pushing for things that the country is not ready for yet. Electric is, is great. It's a great idea. Hey, I'm all for it, but... It's not time. Now, let's look at the fuel prices. We're going to be uh, doing the fuel and spot rate update. That's coming up tomorrow. And tomorrow's morning coffee with Taltoa. But I almost bet you a nickel to a donut. The prices have gone down again. If they've gone up, it's been very minimal. Now, why are diesel prices going down? Well, who buys diesel? The trucking companies. The trucks. If they're not buying it, that means the freight is down. If freight is down, that's because people, consumers, are not buying goods. But if you look at all the numbers, the employment's there. Uh, Washington, and we know how that goes. We can't believe hardly anything comes out of Washington. I don't care if it's Democrat, Republican, they're politicians. That's the way it is. Okay, and They're going to tell you what they want us to know. Other than that, forget it. Just like this uh, $3 billion accounting area with the Ukraine or something like that. I saw a little bit of it, but I didn't pay too much attention to it. I just shook my head like everybody does and go, of course. Of course there's a $3 billion accounting era. You know, but it, it is what it is. But if people aren't buying, that's that's why you know the fuel prices are down because trucks are not rolling. Now, let's go back a few months. Remember uh, President Biden went over to Saudi or somewhere trying to get them to uh, increase fuel production? And they kind of said no. Matter of fact, they were going to decrease it, trying to force prices up. Even though they've done that, the prices keep on coming down. What does that tell you? The demand is low or dropping. Now, it's not, not like it was a couple of years ago, you know, when, you know, a couple of two or three years ago. We were where I think we should be all the time. Uh, we were pretty much independent on our fuel production and things of that nature. We weren't we, we weren't relying on Saudi Arabia or Russia or anybody else. 
we were self-reliant. And when we were self-reliant, things were good or better, a lot better than they were now or are now. So unless there are changes in Washington and they recognize this and they want to do what's best for the country, yeah, we're not in a good place. And and the thing is, it's so sad, it doesn't have to be this way, at least in this opinion, this guy's opinion. It's just the writing on the wall. So what do we do? Well, a few things we can do. We can spend by, I think a lot of the, uh, you know, the, the stat statistics show that the jobs are there, people are working, people are making money, that I think they're scared to death. They're holding on to it because they're scared of what happened in 2008. A lot of us, we remember that. Very, I mean, it's it's one of those things. Who would have thought 15 years later, here we are again, knocking at the door. So yeah, I think a lot of it is that. Now, what if you're a trucking company? What if you're wanting to be a brokerage? Even if we are going through into a time like this, uh, i tell you what happened back in 08, and I saw it over and over again. Trucking companies were hauling freight that was costing them money to haul because they felt like, hey, they were doing something. It was a cash flow. It was a negative cash flow. If you have a negative cash flow, you're not making money. Yeah, you may have checks coming in, but you're paying more out. You've got to have your own customers as a carrier right now. This is the time to build that customer base. You've got to get out there, hustle it up. Yeah, you're kind of late to the party, but it's still doable. You're a broker. You want to start a brokerage. You want to be, start out as a broker agent. Yeah, the time is good right now to do that. It's it's good for a simple reason. Well, let me let me back up a little bit. It's good if you have the time to wait for the return. Now, what I mean by that, you're going to have to get out there just like you would if you were starting a brokerage three years ago. You're, you're going to have to build that customer base, and you're going to have to build the relationships, not only with the customer, but the carrier as well. But you're building those customers. This is going to turn around. And I think it's going to turn around sooner rather than later. And here's why I think that. The party that's in control right now, they've got to be getting nervous. You know, the bottom line. This keeps up. Come November 24, there's going to be a big problem. Bigger than they, uh, uh, you know, huge. <laughs> because if we end up like we did in 2008... Yeah, somebody's going to take the eraser to the chalkboard, and it's it's going to be, it's it's going to be pretty bad when the elections come around. So they're going to have to wake up and start doing something to fix this economy, so the economy starts going in the right direction. Now I could be wrong. I don't think I am though. Now's the time to start building that customer base. Start start, and especially if you're a carrier. You know, start getting those customers. Even if you're just making one phone call a day, trying to pick up a customer, make the call. Make the call. Now, let's go over here to our website at uh, Freight, well, not FreightBrokerTV.com, but Tautoa. Tautoa, we are a consulting firm. We can teach you. We can train you how to start your own brokerage, how to work as a broker agent, how to make money as a broker, broker agent, how to get your own customers as a trucking company. You know, we did a research on this a few years back, and if you're a truck, I think we've got a video up on the uh, Tautoa YouTube channel, and I think that video is called, How Much Money Are You Not Making? And it worked out to, uh, you know, if, you, if you're working with a broker, uh, 100% of the time with your trucking company, 
you're losing on average four to six hundred dollars per truck per week. Now that you may be thinking, well, that's acceptable. In other words, you don't have your own customers. You're working with a broker for all your loads. You may think that's that's acceptable. But four hundred dollars per week is over twenty thousand dollars a year. Is that acceptable? No, not at all. You know, if you think about it too, if you got five trucks, that's over a hundred thousand dollars a year. This is why it's so important for you to have your own customers because there's no middleman. You're getting a hundred percent of the rate. 100% of the rate. Now, you may be going, well, Mike, that's that's a good deal. That's right and everything. But, you know, I got to put fuel in the truck. I got to pay my drivers. I got to do this, got to do that. That's why it's acceptable for a trucking company to use a factoring company. Okay. Nice thing about a factoring company with a trucking company, uh, no recourse. No recourse. If your customer does not pay the factoring company, their factoring company doesn't come after you. Now, on a broker, that's... It's not that way. With a broker, they have recourse most of the time. You're, it's going to be hard for you to find a factoring company with no recourse. In other words, if the customer doesn't pay the factoring company, well, the factoring company is coming after the broker for that money. All right, what you see on the screen right here, uh, I'll get to it in a second, uh, is the Taltoa website. It's a video and audio, our media channel. Everything we do, all the uh, videos we post, all the podcasts we have, you can find them right here on this webpage. Now, while we're here, you can go over here to the services tab. We have uh, packages here for the freight broker. Somebody starting a freight brokerage within the next three to 12 months. And we have packages for an agent. If you want to talk about these or look at them, go to taltoa.com. And if you want to talk to me about them, hey, feel free to call me. My number is right there on the screen, 479-668-0838. All right, that's it for this Tuesday. Hope I didn't shake you up or scare you too bad or... Matter of fact, as far as that goes, I'm sure I stepped on some toes. <laughs> Sorry if I did, but hey, the facts are the facts. Truth is the truth. All right. Hey, go have a great Tuesday. Unless, of course, you've made other plans. See you in the morning.